this is the real tea, Tran Tran Ganja Man. I'm just watching the latest episode of RuPaul. He's fucking trash, but you know. But come on, can we remember the trains thing? That was so funny. How did anyone, like, come back from that? <laughs> he must have come back, though, because <laughs> he's still got his show. This podcast is about smoking weed, or vaporising it, should I say. Mommy and daddy issues, family issues, childhood trauma issues, all of the issues. Lots of issues, there's so much wrong with me. Being autistic, which means I go off on lots of tangents and shout random words all the time, or I'll just come out with a random quote from something. My ex-boyfriend just messaged me saying that he had sex with one of his co-workers in the stock room. I feel like I'm in a high school drama or some shit, but it's just my life. Anyway, so... Saying autistic shit and being transgender, I'm a trans man, which means I am a man. Because <laughs> people always get it the wrong fucking way and they're like, oh, you're turning into a woman. I'm like, no, I was identifying as that at one point, but now I'm a man. And people always get it the other way around and they're like, you hung? And I'm like, no, unless an inch counts as hung. Probably not even an inch. Anyway, that's enough about my penis. <laughs> This podcast gets funnier each week, let's be honest. Especially as I just make up a lot of it on the spot now instead of writing a script, so it's all just improvised funniness. Humor. Hume hour. And I have a little feminist rant. Well, I have more than one. I have lots of feminist rants. And also, I give a little pro tip at the end of something that's useful. So we'll see how useful it is this week. He's got daddy issues, such big daddy issues. Oh wait, he's also got mommy issues too. So, my issue this week is having to go meet all my family tomorrow for the first time since I've come out as a man. I'm going to see my whole family. Being around my family as a whole was interesting and did give me something for my issue segment. Thank you, family. <laughs> there were some nice things too, but I'll mention that later. Basically, there's only me and one cousin that smoked cigarettes, so we went out the front of my aunt's house to have a cigarette, and we hadn't seen each other for over a year easily, and they were like, oh, you're looking really good. I showed them my top surgery results, which is weird, just getting your tits out in public. Still something that I'm not used to. And they were talking about how they're back with one of their exes who's got really bad mental health issues. And I was just trying to be, like, reassuring-ish, but not really, because I don't believe people with mental health issues deserve a free pass to act shitty. Sars. I've acted shitty because of my mental health so many times, and I hold myself accountable for everything I've ever done in my life. I've never denied anything that anyone's said to me, because I forget things that I've done, or I was dissociating at the time, or whatever. So I just believe people when they say, you did this shit, and I'm like, oh shit, fuck. I can't believe I did that shit, but I'm sorry that I hurt you, etc, etc. You know, accountability. So I said to my cousin, does she hold herself accountable when her mental illness makes her act like a fool? Does she hold herself accountable? Because that's what you've got to take into account. Whether someone is willing to accept that they've done wrong, or that they've wronged someone. Otherwise, get the fuck out of there, because I've been in so many relationships like that, with a really toxic person that wouldn't hold themselves accountable for anything they did wrong. The kind of person that's like, so here's me saying to them, oh I found this list of emotionally abusive traits, and you have like all of them, and their response was, well you have some too, instead of being like, oh shit, maybe I should like work on myself their response was just to be all like okay well you've got this one and this one and i was like yeah but i'm not denying that i know that i'm fucking patronizing that's like one of my worst things i patronize people 
and I know that about myself. I'm really accountable for shit, but they they just were not accountable for anything. And even when we broke up, they started spreading rumours about me being abusive, when in actual fact it was them, and they just didn't want to... I guess it was kind of like, if I get the rumours out there first, then no one will think bad about me when J.A. Dernan, wink wink, comes out and says, oh, I'm an abuser, which I wouldn't have even done, because call-out culture's really toxic. So, yeah... Asked my cousin that, and she just kind of, like, shrugged it off. And I was wearing a 420 shirt, and my cousin was, like, laughing. And I was like, yeah, I smoke weed. Like, I mean, I don't smoke weed any days, because it's vile. Just in case my neighbour can hear. Turns out that my cousin had been to rehab several times for cocaine, and I did not know about this. And nobody in the family, well, obviously her parents and shit know, but no one else in the family knows, apart from me now. And my uncle, she told. I don't know why, because he's a fucking Trump supporter, fucking cunt. He's like a typical fucking 40-year-old virgin MRA, fucking sitting in his room on his computer all day, being a keyboard warrior and hating on social justice peeps. You know the type, an incel kind of thing. Like, I could see him being a school shooter or something, that kind of person. So I don't know why she told him, but whatever. And I was like, wow, like, I had literally no idea... So then I was like, you know, I've I've done other things that I'm not proud of. And then we were just basically saying how unsupportive and fake the family are. Because they pretend they're normal and functioning and very proper. and Not proper in like a posh way, because we're very working class family. But they feel like they have to show this kind of fake strength that we're like normal. And none of us have drug or alcohol problems. None of us have ever been molested or none of us have ever been arrested or whatever i didn't mean to make that into a poem so yeah we were just saying how unemotional the family are which if you'll remember i said in my previous posts and my cousin who i was outside with her and her brother fucking hate each other and i fucking hate i fucking hate her brother because he's blatantly a fucking abuser blatantly and he's so toxic masculinity oh and everyone just enables it and ugh. He's the kind of guy that, like, would threaten to smash your face in with a hammer if you, like, touched his car or something. He's a fucking prick. And she was basically feeling really, like, shitty and needed him for support. And he just turned around and said no. (laughs) So he's a fucking trash bag. So that's my issue segment. Karma, 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 chameleon. My next segment is The Life of Autism O'Reilly. That's quite a good name for a film, isn't it? Because all the autistic films have really, like... Names like A, A is for autism, A typical, Adam, which is Adam. <laughs> I love Adam though, that's like my most related to character in, in a film about autism. So go and watch Adam. I remember at first watching it like, oh my god, he's such a fucking dick. And then I realised like, oh my fucking god, I am that dick. That is me. So that was a nice revelation. Autism and borderline personality disorder, which is... What it's called in America, but in the UK it's called Emotionally Unstable Personality Disorder. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because they've got a lot of traits in common, like chameleoning for one. Like I've had so many people that have BPD and stuff reach out to me and be like, oh my god, I totally chameleon as well. It's just a thing that autistic and BPD people do, it's just pick up other people's personalities and things. Very black and white thinking. It's things like that, a lot in common. And the reason I'm mentioning that is because, you know that Spider-Man meme where there's like loads of Spider-Mans and he's pointing at, him, at himself loads of times? Well, if you don't, this is going to make no sense. But in that meme, 
he had a letter P. The one that was facing normal, he had a letter P on his top. And then there was like an upside down one, so it was like a B. And then there was like another shape one, and it was like a D. And then there was one that looked like a Q. All Spider-Mans in different locations, with P's on their top. But the P's look like different letters when you move them around. So, my cousin showed me this, and I was like, I don't get it. Which... I'm going to blame autism for, because I always do. I was like, I don't get it. Why is that? Why does it say BPDQ? Is that, like, a new sexuality? Because if it is, then I'm definitely that fucking sexuality, because the amount of people I've dated with BPD, holy shit, literally, the majority, like, 90%, I'd say, of my exes, or people I've dated, have BPD. So, if it is BPD queer, then that is definitely me. I might get that as a tattoo now. BPD queer. Oh, but then it looks like I've got BPD. Which I might. Who knows? Who knows what's going on in my mental brain? Womp, womp, womp. Anyway. Yeah, and then my cousin was like, oh my god, these gender labels are getting ridiculous. Which if anyone else said, I'd be like, what, what, what? You wanna fight, mate? If anyone else said that, I'd lose my shit. But because he's like, fucking man bun, vegan, feminist, I was like, yeah, I get you. I get you. Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? It's funny because I've started echolaliering my own podcast now. So I'll just be like walking around the house and I'll be like, making one-liners PC. Look at my great big penis. Trans. Trans plans and automobiles. I like doing accents if you can't tell. <laughs> but I know my limits. I know I can't do accents that are like racist or xenophobic have to stick with accents that I can make fun of, like different American kinds and different British kinds. That's about it. I'm not going to start doing racist accents. That's not what That's not what Jesus would do. Well, Jesus wasn't even white, so who knows? Maybe he did do that. Jesus was an Arab, I think, wasn't he? Was he an Arab? He was something Middle Eastern. Is, is Arab Middle Eastern? Problematic white people questions. I keep forgetting to introduce that as a segment because it's such a good segment idea. So I haven't actually said anything about being trans yet, have I? I'm just waffling. Being trans is a riot because I never know what the fuck my hormones are doing because my levels are really high. So I cut my dose down and now I don't know if they're too low because I get my bloods done every three months. So I'm just in limbo all the time. And I've started getting really spotty chest, which is a sign of something with hormones. So who knows what's happening right now? I just remembered I talked about my dick earlier, didn't I? Because it doesn't have to be sexual, so fuck you. The human body is a beautiful body. We're all one body, the human body. I could say that in every episode, it's just a thing. I guess people just pretend that you're not trans or something. It turns out that like some of my family didn't even know. So before we met all met up, my mum put a fucking message out on Facebook, like, just letting you know, is a trans man. Um, Thanks, mum. That's the best way to come out in a Facebook message chat that you're not even in. And also, I don't even know if the whole family are in that chat, so probably some people rocked up like, yo, who's this dude? I fucking hate the word dude. I'm sure I've probably said that before because I really, really, really hate it. But then when I'm pebbled, I'm like, dude, dude, dude. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And if you come at me and say fucking dude is a gender neutral thing, I will smack you upside your mouth. Yeah? Your M-O-U-F will be smacked upon. The prince's hiries. Does that joke translate like the Princess Diaries? Today is 420. What, what? Which in England is actually 24. No, 24? It's not 24, is it? It's 420s, the 20th of April. So then the other way would be 4, 
Right, so 420, 20th of April, we would call it 2004, 24, or is it 2004? No, it wouldn't be 2420, so it'd be 24, wouldn't it? Yeah, 24. Okay, well, that was a long way just to get back to 24. (laughs) So in England today, it's 24, which just sounds like I'm saying the temperature. It's 24 today in England. Actually, it could be 24 in England because... Oh, it's 21, because it's quite warm today. 24 is different from American temperatures. We use, like, Celsius or something. And you use, is it Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit 9-11. So happy 420, everyone. Obviously, you can tell from all of that palaver that I am celebrating it. And also remember that Black and brown people are incarcerated for drugs more than white people and we can basically just do what we want, which is something that was pointed out to me on one of my friend's stories. At fat queer cunt. But the cunt is an X instead of a U. It was on their story. So go follow them because they're cool. They're like my best friend. One of my best friends. I mean, I have lots of people I consider a best friend because I don't feel like there's much distinction between friend and best friend. So I'll just call everyone best friend. So the other day, I forget who said what, it was at school though, and like some lady was like saying something, I forget what she was talking about, I honestly don't, but it was something that reminded me of you, and I was like, oh, my best friend likes that, then I was like, huh, (laughs) so I told that I referred to him as my best friend, so yeah, that happened. (laughs) This is RuPaul's best friends race right here. Is it a Sunday? Is it a Monday? Who cares? We all know it's pro tip pun day. So my pro tip this week is, oh, I've got a good pro tip. You know those McDonald's Monopoly vouchers? Give them to homeless people because they might collect them. And even if they don't collect them, there's still vouchers that say you've won a bag of fruit or you've won some fries or you've won hash browns or you've won apple pie, you've won a Big Mac, you've won whatever. Give them to homeless people. Like, you don't need them. You can just go and buy another Big Mac. Give them to homeless people. And that goes for anything, really. Any vouchers you've got for free food, give them to homeless people because you don't fucking need them. I mean, unless you're really low income, then you do need them. But also give them to homeless people because I've got some and I'm going to do that. Like, they're probably not going to want fucking Monopoly stickers, but the ones that... Have, I've got a free hash brown, I've got a free bagel or some shit. So I'm going to give them to homeless people, and you should do the same. So that's my pro tip. Feminist rants. Feminist rant this week is... Men are trash. And I do hate saying men are trash, because it's... I mean, it's a good phrase, it is a good phrase, and white people are trash, and men are trash, and there's lots of trash. But the thing that annoys me about men are trash is that, you know... It's, yes, trans guys are trash too, I get that, but also, it's kind of shitty because we want to be accepted as a man, and a man is a good thing to us, because that's the ideal thing that we want. So for people to say, all men are trash is, like, hurtful for us, but at the same time, it's true, and we benefit from male privilege and stuff once we're hashtag passing, but, you know, that's just how society is. But it does suck a little. So I've stopped saying it myself. Like, I don't mind when other people say I would never call someone out and be like, you can't say men are trash. I'd be like, lol, yeah, true, men are trash. But I've stopped saying it myself for that reason. Because it took me so many years to accept that I was a man that I feel like I should be a little proud of it, even if I'm also grossed out and men are horrible and whatever. Do you get what I mean? 
that might have been an anti-feminist rant, but to me it's an feminist rant because I am a feminist. So that's that section done. It got a bit serious, that rant did, didn't it? Wow. When I was with my family, my cousin was there who's a vegan and a feminist as well. And he brought his girlfriend who's also a vegan and a feminist. I used to be friends with her when I had Facebook because she was doing a health presentation about trans people and wanted some input from me. That was before she was even my cousin's girlfriend. So yeah, all three of us were at this family party and we were all just the pale like post-emo kids all sitting in the corner trying to get out of the sun. Pale, like see-through skin, tattoos. My cousin has a man bun. <laughs> you know, the kind of people. <laughs> and we were like comparing Harry Potter tattoos. You know, it was just ridiculous. When they left, because we all sort of left at the same time, I gave my cousin a hug and I was like, yeah, we don't do that toxic masculinity shit. Give me a hug, bro. Slash cuz. And then I was going to hug his girlfriend. And I was like, do you want a hug? And she was like, do you want a hug? And I was like, okay, we've established this will be a consensual hug. <laughs> Fucking feminist problems, right? Like, nobody else would ever have this conversation. They'd just hug each other without thinking about it. So that was for my feminist rants bit. If you look at RuPaul's Drag Race logo, it looks like it says pup. Like the R connects to the P and it's like pup. Paul's Drag Race for people that dress up as dogs in a kinky way. Paul's Drag Race. That's a good idea for a show, isn't it, actually? Copyright J.A. Dunn and so RuPaul doesn't steal this because RuPaul is definitely going to be listening to this podcast because I hit him up and I was like, yo, if you want to make it up to us trains, people, you better, <laughs> you better, so hard not to say you better work, you better um make this damn show and give me credit for it. Peace out, RuPaul. And goodbye, everyone else, and have a fabulous Easter or non-denominational weekend. Subscribe if you want to. Prescribe, too, if you're a doctor and you know what's wrong with me. I'm available on Instagram, at TranTranGanjaman, and no other social media at the moment, so beware of catfish. Drop me an email, TranTranGanjaman at gmail.com. Be nice, um, forever learning and unlearning. Uh, thanks for listening, have an awesome day.